Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and my own opinions on this podcast. I wanted to do some things that are happening recently, um, talk about some things that are happening recently, and they definitely relate to complex PTSD. One of them is um, related to environments that you might grow up in or a key type of environment you might grow up in where, in my opinion, it would definitely constitute long-term neglect and long-term, in a lot, in many instances, long-term trauma because the person that is doing the neglecting a lot of times is also very emotionally abusive. Um, the other thing I was going to bring up is just a short point about, I think, the importance of diversifying the way that you find support. Um, so in regards to the second point, today is my online sobriety support group and we meet, it's a chat, chat group on YouTube and we meet at 10 o'clock every Thursday and um, I'm really grateful to have that group and the reason I say that and the reason I think it's good to diversify is because Tuesday I didn't go to my in-person group this week because my car is having some issues and I didn't want to risk it malfunctioning so I just told the group it'll be a couple weeks before I get back and they're you know they're fine with that because it's a come at your own will type group so I was really glad to have my online group today we meet in about 20 minutes and um, I'm just really grateful to have that because you know you don't have to rely on transportation so if you are somebody who can't get to an in-person group I definitely suggest finding some type of support groups and there's a lot of really good people on YouTube who talk about sobriety and you know negative effects of alcohol things like that there's support groups for loneliness I mean there's all kinds of things out there um, you just gotta search for them but I really like my group and in relation to my first point um, growing up in environments where there's neglect and I think a lot of times emotional abuse, and I do relate to this, um, I'm talking about hoarding, and I've, I've talked about this a little bit in the past, the show Hoarders, um, but if you ever have known anyone who grew up in a home that was basically a hoarder home, a lot of times there's at least one caregiver or parent who is has the addiction of hoarding, and anyone who's dealing with any type of, and it's a real mental illness, hoarding is a mental illness. Um, and anytime you're dealing with a mental illness where it's affecting the rest of the family like that, and, you know, it depends on the type of hoarding going on, um, especially if you're in, it's a hoarding situation where it's really gross and foul and there's garbage and bugs and, you know, dead animals, all that stuff, that's severe neglect. That's, that's where kids should be removed from the environment, um, when I was growing up, uh, the, the people, I always say the people who, where my trauma came from, um, they also had a hoarding issue, but it wasn't the gross kind. It was the objects kind. It was the collecting of items. It was the not letting go of items, but it wasn't gross. It wasn't filthy. It wasn't garbage. It wasn't anything like that. And actually the home is very well preserved. Um, it's very well taken, very, it's a really beautiful home. There's just stuff everywhere. Like there's paths and like in the living room, 
there's past the laundry room looks like a bomb went off um i mean it's just it's ridiculous and i remember once i had a party years ago and um when these two people were out of town i had my colleagues over from my catering job and two of them came over with me initially to get the party ready and the dining room table was just covered just covered with stuff i mean uh, piles and like we literally just shoved it all into a big box and we moved the box into the other room and then we set up the table to look nice it was i mean that's ridiculous right we did the same thing in the kitchen we just shoved everything into a big box and moved it and made it look nice and the other stuff in the living room we just moved around into a bedroom and you know when you grow up like that you can you see people's facial reactions when they see it I remember the first time I was ever in a relationship was in 2001 to up to 2002. That was my first like committed long-term relationship. It's really my only long-term relationship I was ever in. I was 19 and the person I was dating was 10 years older than me and um they actually were getting their degree in psychology and that was one thing that really attracted me to them was I felt like they were normal because they're studying psychology and that's not always the case by the way but in relation to what I'm talking about here um when they came over this person had OCD by the way so they were a very clean very particular person type A personality so when they came over to the home I grew up in they just stood there and they were kind of like are you kidding me like they it looked like they were going to have a physical reaction because there was just stuff everywhere and they were like why is it like this and you know when you see a reaction like that it's like a wake up call like yeah it's a mess you know and if you grow up in it you don't see it it's um, it's like abuse like when you grow up in it you become accustomed to it and you speak that language and you don't you don't see it until someone comes in and calls it out and that's kind of what this person was doing they were like this is this is a mess you know um i mean there's stuff everywhere and so it's i just wanted to point out that hoarding is a whole other little monster and um when you grow up that way it's very confining because and a lot of times if you watch that show hoarders the parents the kid the with kids once they grow up and become adults they don't talk to their parents anymore and then they try to bring the adult kids on the show and with a therapist and there's usually a, a lot of fighting that goes on like arguing um and it really is a mental it's a mental health condition hoarding but it's very similar i think to growing up with a a narcissist or someone who's in denial or the both so in relation to complex ptsd it's a very typical environment i think for someone to develop complex ptsd and that's probably why i used to watch that show a lot because i related to it i didn't relate again i didn't relate to the really gross stuff that's a whole other level and that's the situation where you know the kids should be removed from the environment and sometimes i think on that show they do like child protective services comes in and the kids are taken away or there's always the threat of that and that's why they have to clean the house um but i just wanted to kind of point that out because if that's where you're coming from like it's i understand very i understand a lot about it um and other things that like were when i was growing up 
things like a broken rake. Like, there'd be like six or seven rakes, and half would be broken, but they would never get rid of them. Like, the little prongs, whatever you call them on the rakes, were like half missing, but they'd still use it. And like old lawnmowers that don't work, um, you know, just sell it. Like, get rid of it. And the garage is so full, you can't park a car in it. I mean, it's just ridiculous um, after a certain point. And it's kind of weird because when I was young, like I'd say 10, we would have like, you know, family gatherings and parties or whatever. Usually just family, not, I shouldn't say parties, but families. Never really friends over, um, but, you know, barbecues, stuff like that. And eventually it just progressed to, um, you know, no life, like nothing, nothing moving, nothing happening. Um, and so it can really have a huge effect because when you don't have any friends over because your house is like that, you know, it, it really affects somebody growing up. And the reason I was reminded of this is because when I did my last podcast about organization, I love organizing stuff. Um, that's what I do at my history job. I organize, I organize historical documents. I organize files. I'm super organized and I love it and even with my my bills my budget I'm very organized with my budget and my personal life I'm very organized with like the feng shui concept in my apartment everything flows everything that's out is things I use you know if I don't use something for like three years I take it to the goodwill um, I purge my closets um, I purge things about every six months things that I'm just not using, things I don't want anymore. Um, I don't collect. I make sure not to hoard. And one thing I used to be bad about when I was dating this person when I was 19 and 20, um, I used to leave stuff out. Like, I wouldn't put things back where they belonged. And that's because I grew up like that. Like, everything was just everywhere. And they used to always point it out. They're like, you left the plate out again, or, you know, you did this or you did that. And I'd be like, I didn't even notice it. And they'd be like, how could you not notice it? And, you know, it's it's interesting when people point things out. You know, it's good. It's good that they point things out, but when they have OCD, I mean, that's not good. But anyway, I just wanted to kind of point those two things out. And again, it's good to diversify your support groups. And I, I think it's also good to diversify if you do sports. Do sports that are good for your physicality and also good for your mentality. So, like, if you play soccer as a sport or volleyball, um, golf, you know, whatever it may be, if you're in a croquet group, you know, I used to play croquet when I was a kid. Um, whatever it is, I would say also diversify that with, like, joining a chess group. Because chess, I think chess is probably the best mental game you can play because it's all strategy. And I know growing up I really struggled with strategy, being strategic. Um, and so... Those would be things that I would recommend. Um, you know, sports that you enjoy, but also sports that are good for your, your, your growing your ability to focus. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.